Please welcome the inebriated cast of Section 304. We shouldn't have played the old Golden Blue! Owen Smith, like a runaway beer truck. Snaps it anyway. Greer lobs it in the air. Oh, what a catch, Gary Jennings! West Virginia is a special place. Welcome to the Section 34 Podcast. You asked for it, you got it. We started getting messages about... Emergency Podcast. Yep. Emergency <sighs> Podcast. We have fired the AD in the most un-WVU move ever. Why is it un-WVU? Have in your lifetime have we ever done anything like this? No. Yeah. Closest thing was Stu getting the axe. Big time players back in June. Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing: it sets a one of two had to go. One of two had to go. I'm telling you, I'm not convinced that it stops there. No, it doesn't. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, with the uproar, what's going on around that program? One of two had to go. You got to. You can't. Uh, I never thought we'd do this. But you, you can, you can ignore things to a certain extent. But um, attendance for that game Saturday was a hell of a lot more than I thought it would be with Oklahoma. And boy, what a banger of a fucking tailgate that was! As you all know, I didn't make it back. I'm just now make. I mean, I'm just now getting over a cold. But that hangover Sunday was that was real. So if you didn't catch me in the blue lot for that one, you won't see me in that banged up shape for a while. Not till next season. Unless you come to a Christmas party I'm in attendance for. I'm taking some time off, but uh it was great that he gets it to Texas. You got to uh you Flatwoods. Got, yeah. <laughs> not going to make in bad it. Shape. I thought I was going to thought it. I was going to pull over and fucking yak if you want to get right down to it. <laughs> it's a real struggle for me to drive home, but uh you have to Somebody has to pay for the failures of this team living up to what they should be and the loss at Texas Tech being in, in, as embarrassing as it was. And you can't sit idly by and let that happen because your your attendance will plummet. And if you continue to go out and lay eggs, somebody's got to pay. And if you can't fire the head ball coach, then you got to fire the guy who gave him the extension. And it's also heavily rumored that guy is a fucking dick. Yeah, a lot a lot of stuff about him now is coming out. I mean, like he I said. He looks like a dick. He it's does. all speculation, though, right? You ever talked to him? I have not. You ever encountered him, seen him walk I've, through I've seen somewhere? him at basketball games. What's he look like to you? A dick. He looks like an asshole. What's a dick look like, though? He looks like an asshole. He looks like someone, if you went up and asked for a fucking picture with him, he would stare at you. Why the fuck would you want a picture with him? I'm just idea? saying, I don't want a picture with anyone, dude. Okay. I don't want a picture with any of these people. You don't want a picture with Neil? No, I don't want to. Pi- I've never, in, never once. I heard in my a rumor life, that you were at a barbecue in a kumbaya campfire on Saturday night. With Saturday night, I got really drunk. He could have been, not and I went it. to the varsity club, and then I went to Gene's place. I take a picture with the bartender at Gene's place, who's from Ireland, before I take a picture with anybody out on the fields on Saturday. 
That's just not my move. I think, there's, you, uh, I think there's something to the rumors that this guy was not approachable. I'm just busting your balls a little bit. I, this is not about football, to be honest with you. The extension to me is the icing on the cake. The rumors going around right now are, are Mac fundraising is fucked up. Our NIL is fucked up. It, this is a bunch of other stuff. And then on top of it, it's the failure of the football team this year. You don't fire it. someone – like him just because we had a bad year and pissing off donors exactly yeah this, yeah, there's you, more to this than just football obviously you, you, there's more I, to this than football but somebody had to pay right you cannot have this type of year in year four someone has to pay and if the head man can't pay the guy above him who extended him has to pay well and, and i find it interesting that gee offered him another position Gee should be on his fucking way out. There. Well, there's a if you listen to some rumors floating out of Morgantown, he may be in the next year. When so. did when did he become somebody who stands on fucking credibility and and playing by the rules? Right. Go look at his past. Fuck that guy, man. Holier than not. Fuck him. But it, that guy was up there with one of the biggest scumbag programs around in Ohio State. That guy can go pound fucking sand. If he's trying to stand on this shit about he's got a problem with freeze for getting hookers and all this shit. Buddy, let me tell you something right now. If any fucking coach that had any violations going on wanted to come around and coach up here and he tries to put an X over him, his past is just as checkered as anyone else's. Uh, I agree. It's a nasty fucking game college sports is. And now it's turning now it's more into worse. like the pros because you're bringing money into it. And if this guy's trying to play nice and play by the rules so long, yeah, there's no he's reason. He's done a to, lot of good stuff academically, yeah, he though. He takes pictures with fucking students no. on campus, and he's got a bow tie collection that would ruin anyone's. It, no one can compare to his bow tie collection in the world. I don't care. If he's trying to stand on some holier-than-now mountain and talk about who he's going to pick and choose, he can, he can take a hike, too. He should probably think about retiring. Speaking of that, who do you all want? Athletic director? Yeah. I, it doesn't matter to me. That's one of those things. That that kind of shit is above my no. Like, I don't know. I know what they have to do. I don't know. You got to get somebody in there who's personable, somebody who's approachable, somebody who's likable, somebody who's not against taking pictures with your babies, kissing babies, shaking hands. Well, Bowtie's all about well, that. I, I wouldn't mind. Or, I mean, I'm one sorry. name. One one name and one obvious name that everyone's saying is Rob Mullen from Oregon. Do we lure him away from Oregon? That's yet to be Probably seen. Probably not. That's the biggest fucking Nike capital in the world. Yeah, I'm correct. Sure I would not leave paid. Oregon for West Virginia. Yeah, I'm um, sure he's getting paid a ton. You know, I, I knew one name that kept circling and, and uh, floating around the waters was Kelly Zinn, who Apparently was – she was in on the extension, so that's correct. probably out. So that's out. Um, Another knock I heard on Lions was where he has been heavily involved in compliance. We have been behind the eight ball on NIL because of his fear of breaking the rules. Well, Kelly Zinn go. was compliance. I don't think you want her. You, no. you want a fundraising guy, in my opinion. Well, they, they're saying, from what I'm hearing, that, that they're looking fundraising and looking almost businessman. At this point, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying because they may cheat in legal. Correct. And I know that it was said over and over before they fired lines, the donors were saying they didn't want him 
to be responsible for the next basketball hire. Well, if you don't want him responsible for the next basketball coach hire, then you have to get rid of him when you did. Not saying that Huggins is hanging up after this year, but I'm just saying if you're saying now, I don't want you to pick anyone for our future, then then the choice has been made. And I think you, I think they made the right choice. I think the choice on Brown has all but been made. I See, mean, I, I think he sticks around for another year. I don't know because how many? It's questionable. I tell you what, if Depends I were on when they hire an AD, if I, I were running, if I were the, if I were hiring the AD, I would tell him or her, whoever. We're keeping Brown one more year. We're going to let that buyout drop. We're going to get this recruiting class in. And you know what I tell you? I tell you, kiss my ass. I'm not taking the job because I, well, I'm coming well, in. No, I would say you I'm have a in with year. Full control. You have a year to find a football coach. No, you can't get a football uh, coach in a month and a half. No, you can't. On top of getting an AD, and we brought in a national firm, so it's going to take a little bit of time. But but you can't you can't set the terms to a guy that you're bringing in. You're not necessarily setting the terms. You're just saying you got a year to find a coach. Don't even worry about this year. It's if not you, going against you. I think. I get what he's saying. I think if if you hire someone who comes in with someone in mind that's feasible and attainable, then you can make a move. But I don't think you put a press on the person you bring in to be your AD as to you have to get him out of here now. And I think what he's saying is you have – there's got to be – you can't put that on him like this is something that has to be done right now. Like if you're – don't come in and think you have to fire him. Um, it's probably going to happen that he's going to get fired at some point, but maybe he does get another year. But in that year, you can look for someone who you think fits, someone you're comfortable with bringing in to coach the team, and you have you have a year to do it. But if you have someone in mind and we can attain that person now, then okay, let's pull the trigger. But I, I think what he's saying is like it's not a pressing matter. No, that you that'd have be to, such a hard needle to thread. Yeah, that you getting have to an do AD it right in, a, now. in what three weeks and then finding a football coach. Yeah, so Lions getting the axe probably saved uh, Neil. Yeah, probably saved him. But I think if he goes out and gets pounded embarrassingly these last two games, then maybe you got something else. I don't know, but I, it's not it's not a good it's not a good situation. It's not a good situation, and I mean I, I said it last week. You know, if he's competitive, I think he's fine. If he does get blown out or we look like shit, and it looks like this team is laid down, when in all reality you win Saturday and then you could and then go up against the Oklahoma State team that's really struggling as of late. Yeah, they've you, fallen off a cliff. You you feasibly could end six and six and get a bowl. And then let's say Brown comes back and he coaches one more year. You if he has a decent run, he wins eight games, another school might come in and take him, and you don't have to pay that buyout. Kind of like what 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 happened with Dana. So I don't see how you can Go get a new AD and then fire the head, head football coach. Unless I thought they might have this pre-ordained, pre-planned out. Maybe you bring Luck back, whatever, and then he comes in and brings a guy in, and it just happens real quick. 
the, the fact they're bringing in a national firm tells me that they're going to take their time on this and find the right guy. From what I'm hearing, yes, but no. They've got – they have spoken to a few – and I haven't been given the names of who, but I know that they have spoken with a few and have an idea. I don't think you pull that trigger unless you got a list. Well, I mean, you have an interim AD and... Easy. Allsop is just there. I mean, right, yeah, but that gives you time to do a proper search. Yeah, but I, I don't think you... I don't think you pull a trigger on a position like that unless you've got, like... At least a list of maybe eight. Yeah, hard to say. I, I mean, I, I don't yeah, think I, mean, I don't think you go in, in there without, and you just hire this firm and say, "Hey, go find us one." I'd say that they have pretty good idea of who they want to try to attack, and then it's try to get us someone off this. I think they brought in the firm to um, counter the West Virginia itis, as I call it. Immediately, everybody wants a WVU guy. It doesn't to me. Whereas there doesn't need to be a West Virginia connection that inhibits, whatsoever. Inhibits you from going out and but getting the best. But that's the way they try candidate. to tie everything. Is yeah. There's got to be some West Virginia you know. connection, right? So to me, and that's the way that that's that's the way the money tries to tie it too. Is there's got to be some connection to you? You want a West Virginia guy, a la <clears throat> Gibson, Mullins, Gibson, Mullins. 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 I'm talking everything. Oh. Like you try to well, make it to where there's always got to be. Like when Ollie got hired, it was like, oh, we got a you know West Virginia connection here. Yeah, this, that, and the third. Like I think that's a part of it too that that hinders you up. Um, and it's time to move past that. Well, and I, I mean, one name that has that I was told is a viable candidate. If I still saved it, um, was a guy that runs that athletes first at um, LSU. Is he from LSU? There's a guy who is very high up at LSU and he mainly does fundraising. I think his name's like um, Matt Boris Borman or, or something Boris or something like that, which if the Mac is in shambles, I think this guy's Alex Heyman. Where's he from? He is from Gainesville, Florida. Okay. Where's he, where's he employed right now? I don't know. It's at Athletes First. Coaching and personnel at Athletes First. Oh. For AD? He's got some type of history. You're talking about the guy Pat White put out there? No. No, 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 no. You say somebody was showing me that today. The guy, like, that, the guy that Pat put out. Oh, no, no, no. Alex Hammond. So he was the one that left under um, Holgerson and took that position. Uh, Wasn't that guy Jerichoff? No. He was the guy that used to drive Holgerson. No, I don't. No, I don't no, know no, who no, you're no, talking no, about. No, no, no. That was um, shit. I can't think of his name now. Um, but the guy Pat mentioned, he was here whenever Pat was here. I saw his coaching recommendation, who? which I don't know why you would ever take any recommendations from him. Jawan Sider. No. uh Chris Beatty, that's a blast Chris from the past. Beatty, golly, yeah, I didn't see Illinois or somewhere. No, he. I think he coaches with the char the Chargers with Pat White. Yeah, but didn't he leave and go to like Northern Illinois? I don't remember. I know he when Stu first started, he was the running backs coach, right? Yeah. And he got all those kids from Hampton Roads that never did anything. anything. 
I don't know. Yeah, I I mean it's uh, it's hard to fucking tell. I mean it's just it's. I think it, they're gonna keep Brown though, unless something crazy. We just get blown off the <laughs> field. But I don't think you want to look for a head coach and an AD at the same time. No, you don't. No, I mean I I'm not saying that you want to, but you don't want to do that at all. But say this AD comes in, and let's hypothetically say can get Urban Meyer. And I'm saying this is hypothetical. I mean, I would love that. I mean, why not Nick Saban? Okay, Both fine. Both have 0% chance okay, of happening. Okay, fine. Then Hugh Freeze. This AD comes in, and he's got connections and says, I could get Hugh Freeze here next year. Okay. I'm all for I it. I mean, then do you pull the trigger? Yeah. Because I have but a feeling. But that's what I said. You, if you have someone who's ready to go and has somebody in the locked and loaded – like it's a package deal. Hey, I can get this, and we can do, we can get rid of him. The day I'm hired, a week later, we have a press conference. We f- fire him, and I've got this guy ready to go, ready to sign, and it's all worked out. Then okay. I just saw Lines is also owed three and a half million. See, and I've got a question. Uh, that's that's where that. I was going. With I this. saw that it's four million, I think. But you you're going to add that on top of what we owe all well, the assistants and but that's, Brown. But that's what I'm wondering. Because technically he was given a position and he resigns. I don't know how that works. I don't either, and that's what that's what I'm curious because they were they offered him to step down as athletic director and go into this VP of whatever. <laughs> and he says no. Man, this, this is already a mess. He says no and resigns his position as athletic director. To me, I mean. If you resign, who you is fired. in charge? That's what I want to know. That's who the, is calling the shots right now. Question. I'm gonna because I don't think they know what the hell they're doing. I'm gonna guess there's a lot of pressure being put on by guys with money. Yeah, I'm going to say um, one of them, Ike Morrison, King Kendrick, yeah. are the ones helping steamroll this. Shilling for Rich Rod, probably too. No, I, both I are was, Rich Rod guys. Yeah, but I was told no, I, I was told the only one that was that had mentioned Rod. You, it's funny you mentioned Ike Morris. Was Ike one of the things that pissed me off more than anything that Shane Lyons did was not hire the women's basketball coach from Glenville. Correct. I mean, I know the the coach we brought in. She's very qualified. She did a great job, but Carrie won, and no one gave a damn. Yeah, you bring. The young lady or lady from Glenville up, and she plays that pressing style. I guarantee you, attendance would increase. Yeah, but they went safe. I mean, you gotta. Sometimes you gotta roll the dice. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like if you look through Shane's tenure, Shane was one to roll the dice. I, mean, I you know, honestly, man, I'm more concerned about the fundraising and the Mac stuff than and Neil Brown. Well, and that's what, honestly. and I wasn't, I wasn't even talking about Neil. Yeah. That's what I was talking yeah. about. I mean, they're showing supposedly deficits, like huge deficits. Yeah, co- I mean, COVID's a factor in all that. That's why it it really makes it difficult to suck right now. But if if the fund ri- fundraising operation is not going full steam ahead, then you definitely have to make the change. And then you factor in NIL. I mean, I heard we had a kid commit to Tennessee, or a kid committed to West Virginia last year, went down to Tennessee, and they had a whole presentation about how they're going to help him. And he came back to West Virginia and was like, what do y'all got? And jack shit. That's what we had. 
Well, that's like everyone everyone sitting here crediting lines for the upgrades to uh, the upgrades to the facilities and the you know the change to this and the change to that. Those upgrades were going to happen, whether it was Shane Lines or somebody else. From what I was told, those were those. Luck did a bunch of that stuff too. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Luck's the one that got the ball in motion. Lines just made sure and followed through with it. Well, I liked Lions because he had connections with the ACC, and yeah, but how'd that help us? Not very much yet, but I don't know. He's gone. A lot of people are happy. Well, I'm not I'm, someone who celebrates this kind of stuff because no. I think I think we are in deep shit. I don't think. I, I mean, I, I don't think anyone sitting at this table is happy. A lot of people are happy because they wanted to see. I know there was someone in the blue lot with a Borg jug that said, fire Shane. Yeah, he credits himself for the firing of him, too. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Is that old? (laughs) Nah, Donnie doesn't drink Borgs. No, I was going to say, I was going to try to think of a uh, nickname for, uh, is it Johnny Johnny Axe? Nah, Bloodbath as the one that had the... uh, Oh, was the, it the fireboard? It was fire bloodbath that had it. I, was, yeah. I knew they were both drinking them. Nah, Cooper's had a message on it about me. Oh, it was very unfortunate for <laughs> for me. But I mean, you know, let him have his fun, right? <laughs> um, he's nah, going to do mean, it anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's, be- it. it's better than the other plan he had. He told he told somebody he was going to smash a watermelon over my head in uh, celebration or in remembrance of Gallagher passing away. So, I mean, I'll take the, the handwriting on the board over yeah. the, the melon to the dome. Knock um, you out. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I, I, I think people that are happy are happy because they feel like it's something had to be done with how, how the team's underperformed. But uh, I agree with you. It's all a mess. And uh, But I don't, I don't think you do that without – either shit was so bad behind the scenes and he was making it such a problem you had no choice – but to do that, or you do it and you know you've got someone ready and it's going to be, I think it's going to be a fast-moving thing. I don't think you pull a trigger on that, on something like this, without having something ready to roll one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we have an answer <coughs> by Oklahoma State. And if, if it In is... two weeks? If it is something that was so bad behind the scenes, there was no choice but to fire him, then we're in trouble... But the trouble was so bad behind the scenes that this was the only thing that could be done. You know what I mean? That this was worth the worth the trouble finding one to get yeah, rid of. Yeah, it's it's almost like a situation like, you know, I shit is so bad you're just paying somebody to go home. I, w- I was completely shocked. Like, this is this is what we've got, um, but you're making, you're making shit so bad here that I'm, I'm going to – I'm, I'm going to just pay you to go home. Let's keep in mind, we beat Pitt by 25 on Friday night. We finally beat Oklahoma. The women's soccer team wins an NCAA tournament game, and he gets fucking axed on Monday. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was totally I didn't um, see it shocked coming. by this. No, I did not see this coming at all. That's, I figured if they – I saw the firing coming, but not 
Not not when it did. That's why it, I think it must be that bad behind the scenes, and he must be that must much be. of a problem. Well, and I, I was telling Crumb, so where my seats are overlooking is where Shane normally stands. And normally he's standing there mingling and talking with everyone. He was standing over, off away from everyone, arms crossed, just had this like smug look on his face when well, he had I to mean, go. It was raining and it was. Yeah, I'd have smug. Like I'd have. Well, probably had a shitty look on my face too. But I'm just saying. I mean, he's he's always been sociable. This time he would go <coughs> go get and go out to the field and do what he needed to do. Wouldn't talk to anyone else as he passed by, went over and just stood by himself. Like he was, it was out of character. And I think probably because that Pete Thamel report probably got, caught him off guard just like it did everyone else. I, I, I mean, I, like I said, I, I don't, I don't, AD is never something I've really particularly paid much attention to. I'm more of just, cause that's all shit that's above me and anything I'm ever going to be, you know, doing and, like you know, he's not he's not winning games for us. No, I tell you what I do if I was the new AD, I would cancel that series with Alabama immediately. Get that shit off the schedule. <coughs> well, maybe play Alabama A and M or Alabama Birmingham, but we don't need to be playing them. We'll take the money. Yeah, it's probably a big money game. Well, it's one for one. I don't think I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think again, I think this is one of those things that this shit is far beyond anything that any of us sitting in those stands will ever know about because we don't have the money to sit at the table to uh, to be privy to what's going on back there behind those scenes. No, and, but from the sound of thing, that table Sunday night got very heated. It's a lot of big egos to sit around one table and that's a lot of money and that's a lot of fuck you money and that's a lot of you don't tell me this, I tell you Absolutely. how this works. And when you try to tell someone who has more fuck you money than what you got and they know they're in a bigger position and they're swinging a bigger dick than you are sitting at that table and you cross the line with them, this is what happens. So if you got a guy who's coming in and donating all this money to your school and you piss him off and you cross him and it's to a point where there's no going back, that's where it happens. Do so they look and say, oh, yeah, you think it's going to be that way? Let me show you how this really works. That big donation you were counting on next year, it ain't coming unless this motherfucker right here is told he's fired tomorrow. He ain't running this shit no more. I'm running this shit, and he's just crossed the line, and this is how it's going to work. And I'd He's say either that's... gone and out of the way, or I'm gone and my money's gone. So you figure it out. I'm going to jump my jet. I'm headed out of town. You either want this money for your university that's supposedly suffering right now because of COVID and the losses, or you want this fucking Yahoo sitting here who's going to try to tell me how shit runs because he ain't going to tell me anything. So you boys figure it out. Get back to me by tomorrow, and let's see how this goes. And you know what happened? The guy with the fatter pockets probably won. And I think that's how a lot of that shit goes. Money talks, bullshit well, walks, as they say. And especially yep. when you get, like you said, all those egos and all that money. It was more so the money versus one guy. <clears throat> I mean, if you look at it, generally speaking, money has always been, you know, money always wins in the end oh, in correct. situations like that. I mean, you look at what's going on with, like, the, the NFL and Dan Snyder. I mean, guys just got endless amounts of of money to drop out of his pockets and he's apparently a huge scumbag too and he pushed shit to a point to where they've told him you have to sell it oh you 
would think that would be the case, but I also heard a rumor that Snyder, the scumbag, hired a bunch of private investigators to go follow people around. And, and he's probably going to get some lowdown on the on Goodell and the rest yeah. of the NFL. But I think that's going to end up being a whole he, shit he's, show. He's got I know he hired Bank of America to help him sell the team. Yeah. yeah, but he'll probably he'll get five billion for the red or the uh, commanders. I think he'll get like six or seven. Actually, I think, so. think Jay Z yeah. and Bezos are looking to get a group together to buy it. But I think on his way out, he's going to burn a lot of people too. And it's crazy because money can do that. Shane Lyons can't afford to fucking come and burn somebody with the money like that because he ain't got enough to hire somebody to look into him. So I think what happened is he just pissed somebody off. He pissed in somebody's pool he shouldn't have pissed in. I also heard he pissed in Huggins' pool. And you can piss in a lot of pools in Morgantown. Bobby Huggins' pool was piss free. Yeah, I heard. And I if heard you do too. try to piss in that pool, he'll get you exited out of there real quick too. And the rumor like is him and got yeah, in the yelling match. The rumor is they're not on great fucking terms. So you you can piss in a lot of people's pool who are underneath you and, and you know, you, you might think you're their boss, but I don't foresee him ever telling Bobby Huggins anything that Huggs has to take him as a boss. I think Huggs is his own boss, and I think he just crossed too many fucking people who have way too much pull and leeway. It's hard to tell. Because he sounds like a traffic cop to me. Well, I mean, if you want to be comes to the NCAA, if you want to be Paul Blart and try to play all that compliance shit, you probably don't need to be there anyway. I mean, now it's the wild, wild west. You should be that guy we got from Manhattan. (coughs) He just showed up today or yesterday. Yeah. Fuck it. Throw him on the floor. Make Uh, him do something. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? Yeah. Bill Self was caught right. on, on wiretaps. The dude at, at, at LSU as well. A four-game four self-imposed suspension. Coach K fucking doesn't, doesn't hang, doesn't take any banners down. He's caught giving Zion 100K. I mean, what are what are we complying for? Right. We're, we're, we're the guys who need to not comply to be relevant. So why are we trying to be fucking compliant and follow the rules when these other guys, these, these big schools are out cheating like hell? And getting to tournaments every year and going bowling every year. So you're you're do you say your theory your theory for a head coach of hire me a scumbag should also carry over to the A D? Fully. I hope I the A D is a scumbag. I don't know about that, but I want a guy who is not scared to push the envelope as they say. I'll take a scumbag A D. Like I said, dude, Urban didn't make a murderers, he just kept murderers out of jail to fucking win games. Here we go. Gee hires Trestle. Trestle hires Urban. We're all happy. Trestle's a was Trestle still at Youngstown or wherever the fuck he was? Yeah, at? he's the president at Youngstown, I believe. Yeah, pass on that. Let's not go digging up fucking bones here, huh? Let's I'm just I'm just trying to think of a way for you to get your Urban. Urban Meyer ain't going to come in and coach for fucking. Are they buddies though? I don't know. Urban and Tress? I don't know, but I know Urban's willing to push the envelope and get shit done. And like I said, man, everybody else is cheating. So if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. It's the old adage that I've always heard. But all the names that have popped up seem to be more business-oriented, more stuff. Yeah, more stuff to focus towards NIL and the quote-unquote from Olsop, the changing climate of college football. I just – I don't think there are a whole lot of coaches out there right now. That I would. I'm even, just talking about AD. Yeah, no, no. I mean, flipping back to coaches, I'm I'm kind of with you. I mean, AD people. There's another layer to that job that no one thinks about, like paying the bills, stuff that is not exciting at all. 
that you have to do. Yeah, like the like, AD I shit. I don't. I can care less. Right. Like, that's that's all shit that's above me, and I'm never. I'm it's never. It's not interesting. Yeah, I'm never going to sit in a room with that guy. Right. I think the only time we've ever been around is when he was hired and he did his little press conference, and you know, you go up, can we interview you real quick? Yeah, sure thing. Okay, thanks. And then you're out. <laughs> Like he's sitting at tables, I'm not sitting at. Right. I know, I know. Luck was very visible. He was around. I, shit, I saw him at the pit game this year. Walk by. Well, and I, I don't think Lions was around. Was exce- uh, as accessible as Luck? Because was Lions an athlete? No, no, not that I know. So of. if you're if you, the, the AD role makes sense for someone with a Mountaineer ties because. You come in and then fans know who you are. You played for the team. You're probably you probably understand it. You understand what the fans mean to the program. You make yourself accessible. You you do all the glad handing. You walk through the parking lot. Maybe maybe you get a picture with Donnie. Maybe you don't. I know Oliver Lux certainly has a picture with Donnie because I've seen multiples. L- lucky him. <laughs> so lucky you know, and it's all coming through the blue lot. So maybe you know you're a little bit more accessible, and you understand that's part of the job. I just don't think this guy ever was necessarily fan friendly. I think he's it from the way it sounds. He wasn't friendly to the money, and uh, that came back to bite him in the ass. Now again, that's all. Rumored no and speculation. Um, Who knew he was getting fired on Monday? No, like, no like you said, it certainly doesn't make sense for a weekend after there's all those big victories for Mountaineer Sports to fire your athletic director. But something happened. He got axed. The program moves on, and uh, it, I don't think it's the best situation, but change had to be made and a lot of people were very upset at the extension for a guy who's five and five uh you know six and seven whatever his record may be on any given year and uh he 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 ate the bullet and he's the guy who sacrificed so he's no longer there and now i mean you know i mean with this changing change of climate in college football and the changing aspect of college football you know, we're vulnerable, and the future is vulnerable. Well, I mean, that's that, really that's shaky right now. That's to 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 what degree? Like, but that's what, do what you I'm mean? saying. Well, what I'm saying is, is right now, right now, you almost have to get a perfect fit. I I, I don't. I, but it, but here's the thing: you say it's it's shaky. I mean, Lions isn't recruiting. Like the stat, the, you know, he's not going to affect like shit money wise. It may be shaky, but he's not. He's not out recruiting quarterbacks and receivers and shit like that. He's no, not recruiting he's basketball players. If and, he's controlling nil stuff, well, uh, apparently he's a fucking he's a hindrance to the nil. So that's so what long. I'm saying. So you're you're wanting to. Well, you get a guy in there who's fucking who's athlete friendly and understands w- what the game is now. Shit, get the dude from Blue Chips. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that, I don't, I don't think that. Oh, happy sports yeah. is sports is but shaky or anything. So, I, what I'm trying to figure out is what you mean it's shaky. I just mean right now with us not. I mean, because an AD doesn't us. affect anything that's going on between the lines. No, not well. 
It's, but it does. The outside noise does affect it. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't think Shane Lyons has any effect on Daniels and Green or Sam. J, like these guys lining up on Saturdays. I don't think they're yeah, going to sleep at no, night. I don't, I don't think either. they're going no. to sleep at night concerned about it. No, you that. heard more shit about Neil Brown after we lost to Iowa State <laughs> and they turn around and beat Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah I just I, mean, I don't I don't think for the Yeah, they don't I don't think the kids care. I don't think for the common for the common I'm fan, saying I'm saying the uncertainty with these kids, the recruiting class, Brown's future, all that noise. Well that's could be all there anyway. That's all there anyway, because you got it. You're not. It's not. You don't just have this recruiting class. You have to re-recruit your previous you're recruiting right. classes. So all that's a shaky. Couple guys have already transferred too. Yeah, all that's. Yeah, but Mumu wasn't playing. I, he, yeah. a true fucking freshman. He got in some. I mean, what do you expect? I think from, they're going to redshirt him. Well, I mean, what you know? Because that we Charles Woods might redshirt and come back. It's a possibility. I mean, they end up playing Jacoby Spells over Mumu. Yeah, well, I mean, well, Spells was Spells also was looks appeared it was ready made to hit the ground running, but I just don't think he's still playing though. I haven't noticed him since I, McCormick and I that uh, whole room, the secondary. I I've just tuned them out. I've yeah. accepted that they're. I'd be fine if we lost them and just went to transfer portal. I just and got don't think that firing this fucking guy has any effect on what what happens on a Monday night in the Collie or a Saturday at Mountaineer Field. Hmm. I don't know. If, if, any, if anything, it sounds like firing this guy brings you your money back. I honestly think that Neil Brown is going to be back now. I tell Probably. You what, I, and I'm, I'm okay with that. You don't want to be in total disarray. No. 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 And you know what? Like you said, fuck, man, maybe next year he, he comes out and he, he figures it out. I don't I don't know. I Well and I and I I want to make it clear that there's a lot of people that think that we were all for just gutting Brown like we were never behind him. I feel like we all felt like this was the guy for the job. Like I mean you, you listened to all the talking heads, you listened to everything that was being said. I wanted wow. Neil Brown to be successful here. I wanted yeah, Neil I Brown yeah. to yeah. be the one to win consistently eight to nine games a year and occasionally Well, first off, 10 what sort of fucking fan are you if you're rooting for a guy to get hired and fail? We got some fans we like have that, some, though. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't, I, 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 there were I people was, who hated Dana Holgerson. I was very beginning. ecstatic when we hired Brown. I was ecstatic when we hired Holgerson, but – you get to a point to where you're so far in and there's no improvement showing. And what other job can you get four years in and you go in for your performance reviews and they're still still not? You've mentioned improvement. I'm over this conversation. We'll be right back after this word, 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 word. Son of a bitch! This is Chris Walters with Integrity Insurance Group. If you think you're paying too much for auto insurance, you probably are. Give us a call at 304-346-9181 and have one of my agents work with you on your home, auto, business, or pet insurance. We look forward to working with you. Let's go Mountaineers. Yeah. 
And my time was running wild and in dead end streets And every time I thought I got it made It seemed the taste was not so sweet So I turned myself to face me But I've never caught a glimpse How the others must see the faker I'm much too fast to take that test Ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strange Ch-ch-changes Don't wanna be a richer man Speaking of improvement, men's basketball. How much better are we this year? We're very good. We're very good. Yeah, I didn't see this coming. I thought no. we would be better, but we look like we could be pretty good. Uh, the, 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 the shooting aspect is still bad, and Stevenson gets into foul trouble a decent amount. But uh, I like uh, Toussaint. I like Toussaint. Uh, We're over 50% in all of our games this year. Waggy. Waggy. Waggy looks like he's going to be solid. We got real guy, real bodies down low. And I'm not saying that we've not had big bodies down low in the past. Right. But I think these guys are going to be monsters on the glass. Let's talk what about James Akon. Yeah. What happened to him? So yeah, he, Somebody he, said he did that on his own. Well, here's what – so Hugs said they asked, and he said that James was fine. He's not injured. He decided that he didn't want to work and prepare – for Moorhead, therefore he didn't play. He doesn't play a ton either, and, does he? Well, he was seeing he, a little he, bit. he was he's, seeing some minutes. He's, he's going to be good. And so I don't he about that, but yeah. I mean, I, now have I've, you seen his talent? So he on I, his own, he on his own, as a apology to the team, apology to Huggins, and punishment to himself after the game, ran the Coliseum steps. Wonder if wonder if we see him on Friday. Uh, I think you do. I mean, that's I, a guy. If that guy listens to hugs, he is going to be a monster. How many of those guys have we had? He look. He reminds me. I said it the first time I saw it. Saw him this year. I was like, he looks like Sags. Sags his freshman year when it was just shot blocks and dunks. That's who he reminds oh, me. Oh, he doesn't end up like Sags. He's a sophomore. Okay. Well, I mean, let's just hope he doesn't end up. Talent was never an issue with Sags. Sags got in his head. He was going pro. He got hurt. Yeah, it was a mess. It is what it is, man. I'm curious to see the kid from Manhattan, too. I think that they are very surprising. Um, They get after it. They they crash the boards. There's no loose ball that's not dove after. They run offense. Yeah, they, they they look like his brand of team. I will be honest. Trey Mitchell. I, I was I was extremely hesitant on Matthews, thinking that this wasn't. And it seems to. I mean, it, it He's seems a different player. Yeah, I was not high on bringing him back. I'm not. He had. I mean, we'll find out. out. We'll find out at the PK, the PKC. But this is the Phil Knight Classic. For those of you that don't abbreviate, it's the tournament in Oregon that we're going to with the big boys. But if you're like Yost and. Work at high school. I guess everything gets abbreviated down now. <laughs> no L O L, I M O, and you know all mm-hmm. that bullshit. It's the Phil Knight Classic. Uh, I'm not sold on Mitchell like everybody else. I, I want to see that in the Big Twelve. 
because he was fair, in, that's fair. He I want to see in the Big Twelve or at least see how he does against talent like against Purdue. Yeah, because I was getting, getting shape too. He's yeah, I was I was getting texts from some people the other night about he's he's the real deal, and I said, yeah, it's easy to say that against fucking Moorhead. And, well, Moorhead's picked to win their league, so they're not. Uh, what, what league trash. is that? The MVC. OVAC. There you go. The o- Ohio uh, OVO Drake League that he that, plays I mean, in his if fucking we're a house. Decent, if we're a decent team, that's the kind of first round game you're going to get. Okay, but I'm looking at the Big 12 where we play and where yeah. he's going to oh, have to do hey, that kind of work. Did you watch Texas last I was going to say, Texas. Texas. Molly Wapped Gonzaga. Yeah. Chris Beard's going to win some. If he doesn't, he'll find himself somewhere with Shaka. But either way, uh, I think you know, McAfee's going to be really happy when they have a good year. They good paid for him Texas. a lot of money. They paid him a lot of money, paid uh, McConaughey a lot of money. Hey, you know, prom- they're paying someone to promote their brand, something that WVU and Shane Lines wouldn't do. Hmm. McAfee shouldn't have to be paid to promote our brand. McAfee is the brand. He lived it. He did. So what the fuck's he doing in Texas? I don't know. Him calling Texas, we... Cashing a paycheck. Yeah, he's cashed enough Ooh. paychecks. He probably doesn't need to cash that one. Still signed to WWE, right? I don't yeah, know if he is or not. Probably. He is. He's got a big deal with He's Fanduel, got a big deal. Yeah, he got that Fanduel. huge deal with FanDuel. Got his podcast. He's doing a ton. He's on game day. Uh, Pat's got a lot of checks rolling in. I don't think Pat really needed to cash that and call Texas we. But up to Pat. Pat, Pat does a lot of things that are very uh, – not necessary, like playing golf at the Greenbrier and in his bare feet and jumping the fence and you know, yeah, things like that. So if yeah. Pat wants to go to Texas, I think I'm all right with losing Pat to Texas, but I don't think it's a great look. He he could probably promote the Mountaineers, but instead he goes on and says, "We what was it? he said we're the worst team in college football. We were the most disappointing team." And he doesn't. He has. Then he came out and said he has zero ties to anything to do with Mountaineer sports at this point in time. That's a two-way street. Yeah, yeah. and that's the I'm thing. I'm kind of sick of hearing people complain about b- both sides. I mean, obviously, you got to reach out to your old guys. but Well, but you, it's not only that. And, I, I mean, from just old guys that I'm close with, even – I mean, you heard the complaints under, uh, under Dana. It's just as bad under Neil. But what do they want? That's I, what I don't understand. You played 20 uh, years ago. Okay. Half these people don't remember who the fuck you are. But you want, if you're, but, you want okay. the red carpet rolled out? No, uh, no but, the they, but, they, but they did that you should roll it out for. Correct. Right. Well, there are yeah. certain people. like I was, But on game day, the coaches no. don't have any time for that shit. Not, they, no. How about this? Grant Wiley showed up and tried to get into the facility and was turned away because he pa- didn't have an appointment. But what they give the Pac-Man? Pac-Man, Pac-Man goes in and gives him a list of – I want three track suits in this size. I want these shoes in this size. I want all this, this, and this. Did he call ahead, though? They throw it in the No, he just Pac-Man's showed up. Pac-Man's the type of guy, though, that Pac-Man's going to get that because Pac-Man's, Pac-Man's his own brand. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I, you I get guess. what I'm saying. Yeah, I know like what Pac-Man, you're saying. Pac-Man's the type of guy that's going to command a room. Yeah. Whereas Wiley may not command that room, but to – Don't they have a club, though, that they're supposed to go through? Like varsity, I, yeah. But I mean, okay. Say Wiley goes to town. He's up there on a random Tuesday. He's in there doing some business or something. He's got something going on. He goes over, tries to get in the football offices, and he stopped. And he says, "Do you know who I am?" The That's people at the right football there. office now would probably be like, "No, I don't know who you are." 
but you, you that's you got to have some sort of like if a guy comes in and you don't know who he is, but then he says that's me in that picture. Right. That's me in the hall. Then you open the door. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that. You know, I'm just saying. Or somebody that I know had their daughter with them and they would stop by the Puskar Center midweek in the afternoon, wanted to show. Hey, this where, is where I was. Yeah. And is told. You got to have some awareness for that. Is told, um, no, you could walk around the outside, but you can't come in. Like, do you, do you think if, if, you think if fucking Vince Young shows up at Texas, he's going to be turned away? No. No. I'm just saying there's got to be some sort of protocol for this. I'm not saying the players are wrong, but you just can't roll up and be like, hey, let me in because I played here in 2001. You know? Uh, like, no. It's not no, how it works. There's no. got to be like a, a outreach to the old former players. There, There is, and then it fails. Well, then f- – Find a new guy to do outreach. <coughs> I mean, again, that's I sat from and watched the how athletic they, department. I, I sat Saturday and watched how they treated people who who are in charge of certain like uh, alumni chapters, and they come out, they send the the person out to the parking lot to find them and accompany them to a suite and all that. And you're telling me there, there's a guy I talked to who's trying to get on the field after the Baylor game that played here. He was stopped, and he looks at Lyons and says, hey, man, can you help me out? And he says, no, sorry, you don't have a pass. Turns and walks away. And this guy is – he's someone who who should also have that carpet rolled out for him. He's got a couple of records, and one of the records is is in the Big East, and he's got – he's actually an all-time leader in Morgantown in in a certain aspect of the game. And he's – And still gets blackballed. Told, you don't have a pass, sorry, and that's by the AD, who should – it should be his knowledge to know who those guys are. Which I can tell you. Which I can tell you that under luck, the players were free to free and encouraged during game day to be on the field, be around, you know, interact afterwards with some of these current players with the former players. So I don't know. Well, there, someone's got some work to do on that front because. I don't like hearing that. I want the old guys around. I mean, well, and that's I'm, the, I'm Mr. Vault. I want the old guys there. But well, and you can't it it can't be a fucking free for all though. And, and no one's asking. They're not asking for anything unrealistic on game days. They're not asking for you know let me walk through the whole facility and and the lockers during the game or while they're trying to get ready. I mean, these guys are former players. They know yeah, come right, game right. time, that's, you know, I understand I can't go into certain areas, you know, but maybe this is the only, you know, I only come up one time a year and I don't want to go in the locker room, locker room, but I do kind of want to, you know, walk up to the. It's just poor communication. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And yeah, they need to have an avenue where they can. And I would say, well, but, and I, a lot of that's headed up by Shane Lyons because I know a lot of phone calls got made up to the top and the call never got returned. Hmm. Well, he ain't there no more. Hopefully you, the next guy will be a little bit more receptive to having some of the older guys. Yeah. Because to me, if, you know, say, I mean, just say hypothetically, Geno Smith has an off week. Be making the phone call saying, hey, you know, why don't you come to the WVU game and work something out to get, you know, have a big presentation, have make a big deal out of it. And, I mean, I remember under under Dana, 
you know, Bruce Irvin came back and they made sure and made it a point to put the camera on him and make a big deal over, you know, Owen Schmidt. Owen would come back and they would make a big deal about it. And people, you know, had a player come back who was a consensus All-American and offer to talk to your guys in the position room and talk to them about how he used to do things and how he did this and that. Are you going to give him a little time or are you going to give him 10 minutes? What day is it? When is it during the I mean, you know, let's I'm, say it's a let's say it's a Tuesday after practice oh, practice is yeah, over. Sure, sure. Well, no, I mean, it was not even, no. and I don't think it's I don't even think it was like a situation where it was something that had to be done that day. It was just like, hey, if you ever need any help or you know you ever want me to come and talk to the guys and, and, you know, get into some things about how I did this or that, I think I could maybe help out and I wouldn't mind coming through and talking to them. And, you know, I wouldn't mind trying to be around the program a little bit. I I, I don't think that's asking a lot. And then you, you give them like a 10 minute window. Again, I mean, time, and I'm is, not saying, time is precious, but, I, but they have so much shit that they have to do. They have yeah. to go to school. They have media obligations. Okay, they but can you could, only be there for so long. But like you could say, wise. you could say, summertime during summer workouts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying you can you can make the time, but the time was never made. But then afterwards, it was kind of like, like after the yeah, little thanks, ten buddy. minute speech, you have some of the guys in that room come up and say, "Hey, man, can I get your number? You think uh, you could, you know, if you're ever here on game days, I got some questions I'd like to ask you. I'd like to talk to you. I found that valuable." I, I'm all for that. I just I think there's got to be some sort of protocol. I agree with yeah. that. I mean, I don't just, think it you, can't be a but I, guys I, rolling in and out. I'm, you know, I that is a business. There are offices. People have to do nine to five type shit. And yeah. it just can't be people rolling in all the time. That being said, they have got to tighten that up. The former player outreach and i'm not saying you give that luxury to every player but a guy like well, everyone's gonna want it that's the problem but there's hey certain man i played third string tight end no, but no i don't 89 but, but there's certain guys with an outreach now in the in in today's world and society like a mcafee who can reach so many different levels and so many different things and get your brand out there a little bit more if you allow them the access to do so. When was the last time he went to a game? I can't even. When's the fucking last time anyone's invited him yeah. to a yeah. game? I, you want to know? You want to know the last time he went to? He he was here for a game when they honored one of the teams because I I, I got to talk. It hasn't to him. been that long. It's been probably four or five years. Ago. It was under it was under Dana. It's but probably when they had the 2010 Sugar Bowl. Team that's what it was. Or something like that. I mean, that's what it was you know, because the Fiesta. Or yeah, whatever it was, yeah. Because I went over, because I was talking with Dan, and, and McAfee came up and nudged me, and we were saying, me, Dan, and uh, Stan Check and Pat were all standing there talking. And I'm not saying you got to do that for every guy, but there are certain guys you know if you bring them back and they can help you with recruit. Like, look at what Devine's probably doing down there. And, I mean, he gets his he's access. All, he's down there all the time, though. I do see him. And he's given access. Yeah. And his son has now been offered and probably going to come here. And then you get Pac-Man in there, and you get you – now you got access boy. to Chris Henry. So there are certain cards you can play. I'm not saying do it to all of them. But there are certain cards to be played with certain alumni that can be played and played better than what they're being played right now. 
Probably right. Probably right. But I, you know, I don't know. Something's wrong up there. That's yeah, and sure. that's the thing. And I don't know if it's from the AD down. I don't know if it's there's no interest in the history of the program. I don't know. I don't think you have to come in and 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 you know do a whole big you know look back at the program and this that and the other. But Neil certainly came in and acted. I'm as in for if, that. I would love to look back when the Neil certainly came in and acted 80. as if Don Nealon was his best buddy, didn't he? Yeah, and then Neil's, Neil's really good at politics. Maybe he should run for senator in Kentucky or something. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, like I said, I'm not saying that that's that's a deal breaker or anything. It's, as I said, I don't necessarily need anyone with West Virginia ties to come in to assume that coaching position or the AD's office. But fuck, man, if you got certain cards, play them. Well, McAfee's definitely one of the most visible. And figures in college football and right he, now. And he yeah. makes it sound like he's been excommunicated. And I know that Brown at one point reached out or said something about you're welcome here anytime. And, I and mean, Pat, it, then Pat brought him on a show. And, I mean, things looked like they were going good and then more of the same that we've talked about. Yeah, so, it's, I mean, you know. Put it this way, that 2010 honoree team, well, he he wouldn't have been on that, or not. Oh seven team. Uh, they got honored, but they weren't. It was come in, come down on the field, go back out, and leave. Oh, they didn't even have no Kool Aid for him. Yeah, no. dude. I mean, if I coffee look, and cookies no. or something. If I'm, one I mean, of those to me, guys. I'd be having a daggone spread in the overlook up there of the Pooskart Center for these guys. Allowing them to, you know, allowing. Oh, oh seven's bittersweet for me though. I mean, I'm sending, <laughs> I'm sending fucking tracksuits to. There, there's probably a list of guys you want to keep close ties with. You know, Bruce Irvin being one. You probably send, you yeah. probably send him a care package. You probably send one to well, Tavon. He, he's got his name on the weight room. Yeah. Now, maybe but does if that, some but of these does guys, that mean he can walk in? Uh, I would, I would hope so. Well, probably not. Probably not. I would hope so. I don't know, but a lot of changes. A lot of changes need to be made, but that's what I was getting ready to say. But let's see what we got coming. I mean, we play Penn Friday and then get ready to go to Oregon. So it's not stale anymore. This team is a lot different than what I thought. Huggins doesn't know what the hell he's doing. All the bullshit. Can can you wait until we start playing? Let's see Big Twelve. Because right. this is the same shit you ran to me last year. Yeah, and how'd that play dude, out? Dude, we're better than we were this last year. This certainly looks like a better product right now, but we're still not into the, the January part of the schedule where Big 12 play saying. kicks up. I don't know So it's like I said we'll with We'll learn Trey a Mitchell. lot next week. No doubt about we'll it. Learn, yeah, we'll learn a lot against Purdue. We go. We, Zay, we play Xavier after that, too. Is that who it they, is? If they beat Purdue, I think we're legit. I'm we hang bad. with Purdue. I think we're legit. I think – I, like I said, a week or two before the tournament started, I said we'd dance. But or before the season started, I said we'd dance. But uh, if they if they can beat Purdue or hang around with Purdue, this team's going to be legitimate. I'll go with that. And like I said last week, Let's beat Purdue. Fuck. I've I've enjoyed I've enjoyed watching them. Late night games too on the West Coast. You're gonna be able to stay awake. For that, absolutely. For that, yeah. Pac-12 will put me to sleep, but yeah. that won't. He'll, he'll get the uh, he'll get the coffee going. Shit, LSU and Alabama put me to sleep. 
Yeah, I yeah. was I was going to watch Kansas and Duke the other night, but I I was sick. That put I me to fell sleep. asleep. Kentucky yeah. lost the other night too. Yeah. Oh, too bad. So sad. Too too bad. I'd like to see uh, Jimmy Bell and O go at it. Yeah. Jimmy, I was Bell. a little down on Jimmy Bell, but I've mm-hmm. I've re-evaluated that. I think that's a guy who's a big body. He gives you five fouls, and. <coughs> He'll grab some boards and maybe chip some points. De- has the demeanor that it could go very badly, though. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's a little frustrated right now. Yeah, well. It's a big step up from wherever. I, I know we played Moorhead State, but going from Juco to – then I think he was at St. Louis. I don't know. I don't know where the hell we found him, but – We found him. Yeah. We found him. That's we five fouls a game. Hopefully they're good hard fouls because I wouldn't want to cross that guy. Maybe he can play defensive end. He used to in high school. Did he? Yeah, he was a DN. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he was a defensive well, end in high school. Can we teach him but to be a put, cornerback? Put, uh, <laughs> 25 pounds back on him. I'm with it. I'm with it, but that's uh, that's about all I got. I'm yeah. getting fucking hungry, boys. Yeah, I'm getting hungry, yeah. too. Got so, hope you all enjoyed upstairs. this. Uh, Diddy, you on up Saturday? I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Crumb? Not looking good. Okay. Not looking good. I was in northwestern Ohio all week, which. Well, y'all can come find me and Diddy. Bowling Green ain't the liveliest college town I've ever been to. You can come find me and Diddy C6. I might have some koozies or something to give out. It's going to be cold. So. But. Midweek. Enjoy it. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed.